Happy New Year, guys. Hi, everyone. And welcome to the Lightroom. I'm so glad to have you guys again. Or are you guys the ones having me again? <laughs> Such a confusing dynamic. Happy New Year, guys. It's it's um it's surreal saying that because yesterday was 2021, but it's a new year today. It's it's always amazing and amusing. But happy new year, guys. Happy new year. So it's been a minute. First, I apologize, right? A lot has happened. A lot has happened. It's been a minute, and uh, that's part of what I'm going to get to in this episode. In this episode, we are unpacking 2021, and it's it's going to be surreal. It's going to be, it's going to be nice. <laughs> that's what I can say for now. So where do i start from first of this is our anniversary month at tlr if you're here for the first time tlr means the light room there's a podcast you're currently listening to and it's our anniversary month tlr started last year this time last year and it started as you know me wanting to contribute to the body of christ by sharing god's word in truth trust me i was not trying to rhyme but yes that's how it started and i've always you know wanted to speak to people either by podcast or in a space or somehow and then god did work on those desires for his will so that's how the lightroom came to be and in the past year we had a number of episodes we we sent out newsletters and you know the response from you guys has been amazing honestly sometimes i read the replies to the mails that i send and i'm just amazed at how timely most of them were i i see reviews when you guys listen to the podcast and and i'm just humbled because many many times the podcast episodes were reflections of things i was handling at that point because when lightroom started god told me that the lightroom would the work of the lightroom will start with me and at, at that point i i thought i understood what god was saying but then as weeks went by it just became more apparent what god was saying because for most of the episodes i literally went through a phase of that and then i was able to deliver the ep- episode so it, it it was sometimes i just go back and i listen to the episodes and i'm like who is talking how does she know what i'm dealing with you know how is she talking about this thing and then i'm like okay i'm the one (laughs) it was just beautiful i can boldly say that i was blessed from the lightroom in the past year and to be honest like being brutally honest i don't think that i gave as much content as i wanted to in the past year or as i should have and that's my biggest goal for this year to change that because I just realized that as many Christian content creators there are in the world, we are just not enough. There is so much against us with the media, everything, everything 
is against us all the odds are against us as christians and christian content creators so we always need a ready supply of resources a ready supply of great content a ready supply of answers to hardball questions and that's one of the reasons that the lightroom is here so in the new year you guys are going to see more of me way more of me and i'm super excited about it and i know that many lives are going to be blessed because i said yes because my team said yes and i'm i'm just i'm just humbled by it already so unpacking 2021 <laughs> uh okay i'll share a few personal stories just to let this drive home and because i love you guys but then 2021 how did it start i think okay i finished school in 2020 november of 2020 i guess yes 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 yeah november of 2020 i was done with my final exams i had finished my project oh my god jesus i had finished my projects <laughs> that project is another story for another day but i had finished my projects and i was back home so there was the entire phase of you know waiting for nyc waiting for convocation that face so i was working in a school for a few weeks i just wanted to work in a primary school i worked in a primary school and while all the while running a business um a hairstylist is one of the things i do so i did that actively in that period and that's how my year pretty much started when i was leaving school i realized that there was an issue that was going to threaten my or an issue threatening my graduation as it were and I was scared. I didn't know what to do. I wasn't sure if I was going to graduate. But by the favor of God, because it was it was a total miracle how everything got resolved, how everything was found, you know, it was just a miracle. And I can't even go <laughs> into the finer details right now. But it was a miracle that I graduated. And what really, you know, humbled me in that period was... I didn't just graduate. I graduated as the best in my course, in my department, and in my college. So I finished from business admin in the department of business management, in the department, in the college rather, of um, management and social sciences. But then I got prize money. And I was just thinking about it this morning. That was like the largest amount I had owned by myself. It was nice. It was really nice. I promise you. I look back and I wonder what would have happened. What if I did not graduate? I mean, God would still be God. God would still be good. But it would have been so painful if I didn't graduate. But then I saw the favor of God in that aspect. Then then came the entire NYSE phase, you know, getting deployed. If you are not Nigerian or you don't know what I'm talking about, NYSE is in year after is a scheme rather done after you graduate it runs for a year so you're basically to serve your country in that year you're deployed to a different state to you know serve your country basically so there was that entire phase for me and mine was a bit complicated because i was already pursuing an opportunity a job opportunity and it came through a friend of mine a close friend of mine and you know, I was so humbled first that I could chase after that opportunity because, I mean, I would not have imagined that I could work in that kind of place. So I was chasing the opportunity, going for 
interviews i didn't literally go for interviews because it was all online but oh well <laughs> i had a couple of interviews and in that period you know i just finished school i had just done my graduation so i got a few offers outside of the one i was currently chasing and because the the apple of my eye offer like the offer i really wanted took some time i was getting a bit discouraged i was about to take another offer that was going to you know give me less than 20 percent of what the apple of my eye offer <laughs> would give me and i just thank god for patience i thank god for you know his provision his providence in that period because everything happened right on time i got my job and it, it was it's in the fintech space it's something i had fantasized about i mean my whole um final year project was about fintech so but i didn't know that i, I will work in the fintech space and i'm working in the fintech space now it, it, it was surreal trust me because there's so many things i didn't know that i know now and there's still so many things to learn but it's an exciting journey and i'm so grateful for it then throughout the year there were just a lot of marvelous things happening in the month of i got my job in the month of june in the month of july i took one of the boldest steps in my entire life i answered god's call again not the altar call <laughs> i'm a believer i answered a call that God had placed in my life a few years ago and I got ordained as a pastor in Circle Church Global. I think that was a very, very huge highlight of my year and it was humbling. People that know me personally know how how much of a, f a journey of faith that had been for me and I'm so grateful for it. Then so many other things happened in the year in between at some point i lost my uncle and you know it was a trying time for my family but then you know just rejoicing in the fact that we have christ and it, it, it was a very propelling moment for me knowing that if anyone around me dies without knowing christ it's it's a very terrible death because they're going to die twice i mean they're dying twice they don't have it in life and it's sad like it's so sad but then i thank god for life i thank god for my family i thank god for healing for us so there was that phase and um there are just a lot of things that happened in the year and just looking back i'm just grateful for how 2021 went but the truth is for some reason towards the end of the year i was very sad I don't know how to explain why I was sad, but I was so sad. There were so many things happening at the same time. There were so many things that were making me feel discouraged. And I was just so sad. I was not enthused about the festivities of the year at all. Like I was like zero, <laughs> zero energy. I, I wasn't enthused about Christmas. I wasn't enthused about the new year. Excuse me. I wasn't enthused about the new year that was coming and it was it was so funny right and in those moments i i was just wondering like okay when when i heard people saying things like what's a big deal blah 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 as much as deep down i knew that ah, there's actually a big deal 
I could relate. I could understand how they were feeling because I was not enthused. I was stressed. I was tired. There were just a lot of things, you know, struggling for attention in my head that the festivities did not really get to me. Till Christmas Eve, I tuned into A Carol by Vivify and just listening to the songs and listening to the lyrics of the song reminded me that I'm the reason for the season. I mean, Christ came for me and that was such a transformative moment for me, right? I've heard it time and time again that, you know, I am the reason for the season. I know that I am the reason for the season because, I mean, Christ came for me. He became a man for me. I know that. But then just hearing it in that moment changed everything for me. At that moment, I was cooking. There were a lot of things going on. I was slicing stuff, dicing stuff, frying stuff. But all of that made sense. Like celebrating, cooking, all of that made sense. Because this is the reason for all this is that Christ came for me. And at that moment, I was encouraged. At that moment... I remembered the reason for the season and I sent a mail that same night to share what I had just learned at that time. And I shared it with our uh, Taylor Meaningless family. If you haven't gotten the mail, you can still get the mail. Just subscribe to our mailing list. I'll drop the link here. Subscribe to our mailing list. And I just shared how many times we, we want to feel a certain way during festive periods we want to feel a certain way for the new year but as we mature as we adult as we do life you know life happens and you may not feel how you want to feel you may not feel enthused about many things but then you do have to remember that's what you know brought me out of my dark circle as it were (laughs) during the festive period remembering why this season exists remembering that i'm surrounded with overwhelming proof that jesus did come he did die and he did all of that for me i went through the gospels uh, again during that period and there was so much to learn for me i was just looking at the entire story of the birth of jesus through the eyes of joseph i mean this is a man that was excited about getting married settling down with his virgin bride both of them had waited as should be of christian okay they were not christian they were people of god (laughs) because there were no christians at that time but then they were excited they had waited they had abstained they had not had sex at that time and they were about to get married they were betrothed to each other and then all of a sudden she's pregnant like how who where when and you know he was going to put her away quietly i think that struck me so much that he did not want to make a public show of what she did or what he thought she did he thought i mean think about it now you and your partner are waiting not having sex you get married and suddenly you hear that she's pregnant how did you get pregnant <laughs> and she tells you that the holy spirit said i mean if you were joseph would you believe mary it's funny now it's actually funny would you believe mary but then joseph is quickly or oh, quickly became one of my favorite characters in the bible because it was his humility for me that he saw in a dream and he was told in a dream what happened to mary what to do 
how to name Jesus and several other dreams in that period. It was his promptness for me. Let me just quickly read the scripture to buttress what I'm saying. In the book of Matthew, Matthew 1, Matthew 1 verse 18. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Now, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. That was so, you know, stunning for me. I mean, you know the story of the woman that was brought out for being an adulteress and stoned? He could have done that. He could have instigated that and you know, the whole Israel would come out and people would, you know, mock Mary and all of that. But then he, he put it in mind to put her away quietly. That was, that That's stunning and humbling. But verse 20 says, After he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And then God gave him, details about his the name of jesus and verse 24 says when joseph woke up he did what the angel of the lord commanded him and took mary home he did it immediately right and then he took mary home and in honor he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to his son and he gave the name jesus so first this was a man that felt disappointed and then god spoke to him through an angel and he obeyed immediately that may seem coincidental right but let's go to um matthew 2 verse 13 where joseph was instructed again now when they had gone an angel of the lord appeared to joseph in a dream and said get up he said Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. Verse 14. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. Mind-blowing. 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 I mean, what if he didn't listen? Because the angel warned joseph before herod released the decree so what if joseph did not listen what if he said okay when i hear he did it immediately and then there is another one in matthew 2 verse 19 after herod died an angel of the lord appeared in a dream to joseph in egypt and said get up take the child and his mother and go to the land of israel for those who were trying to take the child's life are dead so he got up took the child and his mother and went to the land of israel but when he heard that Achilles was reigning in Judah in place of his father, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream again, he withdrew into the district of Galilee and he lived in a town called Nazareth. So even in his fears, he was able to follow the leading of God. And it was so heartwarming for me that a man, Joseph, could be used so powerfully by God. God is able to protect his plan. That's one thing I learned in Christmas season. God is able to protect his plan because when Jesus was born, Herod would have killed him. But God protected his plan through the man Joseph. And we, we know that, you know, man has free will. So Joseph could have chosen not to listen, but Joseph obeyed God. And it just challenged me. Like if I was in Joseph's shoes, would I have obeyed as fast? Would I have, you know, done so 
easily. Like, would I have dismissed the dream, you know, or say it was a nightmare or something? What would I have done? And it just prompted me to see how important obedience is in the grand scheme of things. See, guys, in this year and for the rest of your life going forward, make it a point of duty to be obedient to God. Don't, you know, wait. Sometimes, eh, the the consequence for not obeying god is not immediate like you may not see it but look at it this way when you die or christ comes you will stand before your maker and give account of your life and one thing i remind myself is one, one, one thing i encourage myself with every other time is when i die and i stand before god to give account of my life i don't want to give excuses I don't want to stand before my maker and say, God, you asked me to do this, but I felt this way and I didn't do it. I want my life to be a story of obedience. And we see the reward of Joseph's obedience here in scripture. That because he obeyed, he was able to participate in the plan of God for the salvation of man. And that is beautiful. That is as rewarding as it gets. That that was one of my biggest take-homes from the festive period. And also the fact that you really don't have to fail. I mean, rely more on the truth of God's word that never changes. Your feelings are so fickle. I mean, one, one moment you're hungry, then you eat and you, you feel like you won't eat for the next two years. And then you're hungry again. <laughs> so feelings are so fickle. Feelings are so fickle. You don't have to feel enthused about the new year, but it is a new year. And I know yesterday was just 2021 and everybody's making jokes of, oh, I have not brushed my teeth since yesterday. I have not showered since yesterday. Please, people should avoid me with all those jokes. <laughs> but then I know yesterday was just 2021 and there's nothing so specific about, you know, a day turning into another but there is something powerful about you aligning with God's plans, you opening yourself to the power of prophecy in a season. When you agree with God on a matter, when you allow God intervene in a matter by trusting his word, by trusting prophecies that have gone ahead of you, you position yourself properly. I said in our last um, episode for the new year, like, Okay, now our last episode, like <laughs> the episode I did for the beginning of 2021 that you don't have to feel anything. There's nothing so special about the revolution of the earth around the sun. There's nothing innately special about it. But you choosing to honor prophecy, you choosing to believe god and all he has said you should see in this period is beautiful and it is beautiful that we get to count our lives this way it's beautiful that we get to portion our lives that oh in 2021 this was a space of events this were the things god said to me these were the things that i achieved these were the things i had desired these were my timelines time is a beautiful gift from god to man and it's something we should maximize. It's something we should celebrate. Don't be in the bandwagon of people that say things like, oh, Shay's New Year resolution or the gym gym, it will soon die. <laughs> don't, don't be that kind of person. I mean, take advantage of the energy that the New Year comes with. It does come with energy. Take advantage of it. I heard a man of God I love and respect deeply say this. The fact that the New Year comes after a holiday period you know makes it a bit 
difficult to kickstart your spiritual journey and you know you're just lounging from christmas oversleeping overeating and all of that but one thing that would help you you know chart the course of your new year is starting on the right foot and take time out to pray take time out to study your bible take time out to write down your expectation write down things you expect of yourself by the power of god to do in this year it's a powerful thing to do have a group of people you can share this with have a group of people that you can pray with if you don't have friends that you can pray with make that a goal of yours this year that in this year i would have friends to pray with in this year i would build godly relationships these are things to look forward to these are things to you know cultivate they would help you in the grand scheme of things another thing i want to recommend to you is re-listening to the episode i did last year i mean it's timeless even if i say so myself (laughs) it is timeless it would help you and i want you to listen to it i want you to stew over the words that i said there in this year i have big dreams for the light room i have big dreams for the gospel and i'm learning to dream even bigger because the the saddest part about being human is the limitation of the human mind but we have god's spirits in us and by the spirit of god we can fly by the spirit of god we can dream big by the spirit of by the spirit of god we can do all that he wants us to do when he wants us to do it how he wants us to do it and it's it's a beautiful thing to watch so in this year there's going to be a lot of goodness coming to you from the light room and i'd like to just throw this open if you would like to be part of the lightroom team if you would like to actively be part of our growth here at lightroom please reach out to me on instagram if you have my number by chance please reach out to me by whatsapp or a phone call if you don't have my number you can readily reach me via mail you know lightroom mail or my personal mail i'll drop all that in the description box of this episode but you know i want you to maximize this new year i want you to participate with what god is doing and i want you to ask me all the questions you have and i'm i promise you i'm going to find the answers if i don't already have the answers it's going to be a blissful new year i want you to believe that i want you to be weary of what the devil is planning to do you know one of the tactics of the devil is indifference he makes you not see what he's doing he makes you just feel oh you're just you know in your fields but he's taking advantage of natural things like fatigue natural things like exhaustion to perpetuate his plans and i want you to be conscious about it i want you to open your eyes to it and i explained this more in that particular episode i'm talking about i'm going to release an episode every week and i want you guys to watch out for it <laughs> i want you guys to watch out for it i'm going to release an episode every week and i'm going to release um a newsletter every week so expect my newsletter expect my episodes every week is going to be like clockwork i'm going to give it my best and i want you to come up with the energy it's still a desire of mine to see you guys physically you know just have physical fellowship with 
light bearers. <laughs> it's it's a desire of mine, and I trust God that in good time we would achieve that. But for the rest of the year, I implore you, be a part of the light room. I promise you, if you follow the light room consistently, you would grow. If you follow the light room consistently, you would find yourself at the end of the year a firmer believer in the word of God. You find yourself able to defend your faith, able to stand for yourself and your faith. And that's the goal of the light room. That's what I want to see in your life. Thank you for listening this far. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for partnering with me so far. I pray that this year is blissful. Enjoy your new year. Sleep if you need to. Plan. Pray. 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 Study. Okay. Have a blissful new year, guys. Bye. Thank you.